Hi everyone, my name is Dr. Michael Wald and you're listening to Ask the Blood Detective. During today's show, I'll be giving you my top 10 picks for ending inflammation. Now, most of you out there already have a clue that inflammation is at the, the crux. It underlies virtually all human disease and how we age. Now, the thing about inflammation is this. Our diet obviously does affect inflammation. And once again, most of us out there know that a high sugar diet, one that's composed of processed and refined carbohydrates and nutrient stripped foods, tend to promote inflammation. Basically, we're talking about the typical or standard American diet, as it's called, SAD. And I don't think it's a coincidence that that means SAD, SAD, standard American diet. But today's show will not be a focus on diet. It's really directed, the show topic today, to those people who have chronic health problems that eat pretty well and need a boost. Their bodies need a jump start for ending inflammation. Even with the best food plan you could put together, oftentimes, not always, but oftentimes concentrates of specific nutritional supplements are required to reach what are called the minimum therapeutic doses. How much of that nutrition has a chance for really ending inflammation or modifying the inflammatory process? Now, many of you will have questions about this particular topic. It's a, it's a heated topic, but it, it's also one of these topics where whether you have sinusitis or whether you have inflammation of your joints or cancer, or cardiovascular disease, or an autoimmune disease, even thyroid problems, many hormonal problems. All of those are examples of chronic inflammatory situations. And the other important concept here to get, I believe, is that a nutritional supplement, and usually one nutritional supplement, will often not be enough to make, an, to make a serious attempt at ending inflammation. So whether we're talking about quercetin or omega-3 fatty acids like fish oil or an omega-3, 6, and 9 combination such as flax oil or any of the other so-called anti-inflammatory nutrients, the doses have to be correct. And that means the number of milligrams or grams of the nutritional supplement must be appropriate. It must match those minimum values. What I'm getting at here is this. I'll see many patients who say to me, well, Dr. Wald, I take my fish oil. It's not working for my inflammation. An individual, let's say with rheumatoid arthritis, might require between 10 and 12,000 milligrams. That's 10 or 12,000 milligrams, which is equivalent to 10 to 12 grams of fish oil to seriously modify the inflammatory response in autoimmune diseases 
such as rheumatoid arthritis. And the same is true whether the autoimmune disease is diabetes or multiple sclerosis or lupus or Sjogren's syndrome or any of the inflammatory diseases. So it's not enough to take the right supplement. It needs to be taken in the right amount and it needs to be a pharmaceutical grade purified product that is put together in such a way that it is superior to most things uh, that seem similar on the market. So a serious attempt to modify the inflammatory response, number one, requires that you do your homework. You need to know about the inflammatory process. You need to know the top 10 picks to beat down inflammation, and we'll be getting to those in a minute. And then you need to know how to choose the right quality nutritional supplement because taking the correct supplement because it says it on the bottle does not mean that what's in the bottle is ideal. You know, many of you probably remember that the New York State Attorney General's office just a couple of years ago did assays and scientific data on many of the uh, store-bought nutrients that are private labeled under many names. So you'll find them in Whole Foods, you'll find them in smaller health food stores, you might even find them at the GNC. And although the labels look the same, the supplements inside are derived from the same source. So what they determine by assaying at least a dozen different nutritional supplements is that virtually none of them had what they said was in the bottle. Some of them, some of these supplements had none of what the label claimed was in the bottle. You might want to listen to my radio show, What's in Those Supplements, and read that on my blog because I go through this in a lot of detail so you can continue to improve your skills as a healthcare consumer or what I like to call your, becoming your own private blood detective. And being a blood detective doesn't just mean you know how to take a look at your blood work and make some real sense out of it. But a blood detective, in my definition, is an individual who questions and that goes the extra step to make sure that your efforts are not being wasted. I'll see patients who are taking the right supplements on paper. And because health problems can get a little better on their own, they can get a lot better on their own, and then they can worsen over the course of time. No matter what you do, it's very confusing, even for the most well-informed blood detective out there, that what's happening to you, what, what seems to be an improvement, has nothing at all to do with the supplements you're taking. This is why it's important to look at certain nutritional and biomarker blood and urine and other types of tests to confirm that your improvements, your subjective improvements in your health are actually improvements because they will happen as some of your lab work improves. Too many people rely only on how they feel and I'm telling you it's extremely misleading. I have seen patients that have virtually no symptoms and they are riddled with cancer in multiple organs. I have had patients who come to me for wellness checkups and unfortunately I'm diagnosing them with pre-diabetes and diabetes and autoimmune problems and cardiovascular disease. That's because in some cases 
the body does not project the right sorts of symptoms as warning signals. On the other hand, there are many of you that do have symptoms and you want to make sure you're actually healing the body. In terms of testing, I'd like to refer all of you to my show on laboratory testing so you can get a primer of how to think about laboratory testing. In fact, last week's show topic was the top 10 or 12 laboratory tests that could save your life. I go through each one in, in extreme detail. In fact, all practical detail and to a level that most of your healthcare providers may not know. But if you understand how some of these tests work, you'll actually be able to participate more fully in your health, knowing that you don't stop too soon after you feel better. You want to make sure you're feeling better subjectively and that your objective laboratory tests are improving at the same time. That's the clue. So I want to direct you to the show on laboratory testing, also my show on vitamin lies where I discuss what's in nutritional supplements and how to know which ones are best. So today we're going to continue now with inflammatory busters, nutritional supplements that have a chance, a real clinical chance of favorably either ending the inflammatory process or modifying the inflammatory process so that you live a higher quality life and you tend to live longer because you'll up, you'll offset, I should say, your risk of premature degenerative disease. And that's why, by the way, my last show on biomarkers, biomarker laboratory tests is so important because if you offset, if you delay your chances of developing a disease, you will tend to live much better and generally longer. If you do biomarker tests, biomarker tests are tests that let you know how you're doing in the moment. You know, you're feeling better, the test is improved objectively, but biomarker tests are special. They're tests that have a predictive value, adding more and more percentage points of your chances of living longer and better through natural means, meaning diet, lifestyle, and nutritional supplements, not to mention other, other areas. So please, do, look, do go back to my blog at www.integratednutritionny.com or you can go to uh, blooddetective.com and look under the blog section and just scroll down and you'll see all of the shows uh, that I've done recently. So let's get right into my top 10 or so nutritional picks of supplements for ending inflammation. Before I do that, I just want to quickly mention that some of you might want uh, a lesson on inflammation. So I do have an inflammatory radio show. I believe it was called Ending Inflammation or Everything Inflammation. And that will serve as sort of a master's course for you because it goes a bit beyond the standard information you hear because there's a, a level of knowledge that can give you an advantage, I believe, for longevity and reduction of disease uh, prevalence and an increased quality of life, which you simply do not hear very often. So I would listen to that show. So among my top 10 picks, 
you'll always want to consider your food intake. And I believe that a vegan diet or at least a vegetarian diet or a diet that is focused mostly on vegetables, on fruits, on clean sources of fish that contain olive oil and raw nuts like raw sunflower seeds, raw almonds, raw cashews. The raw nuts, by the way, are obviously not roasted because they're raw. And if they're not roasted, that means that their natural fats are not saturated fats. If you, if you roast a nut, it becomes a highly saturated fat or a, high, or a source that's high in saturated fat, which is bad for every health issue, certainly cardiovascular disease and cancer. But raw nuts and seeds contain very little, if any, saturated fat and have the anti-inflammatory unsaturated fats. I should say too, backing up to olive oil, is that my recommendation is that people use olive oil, that is imported olive oil, cold-pressed, virgin olive oil, that's in a steel tin. And the tin, by the way, is protected such that it does not leach metals. And you want a tin because light that reaches the oil, if you can see the oil in a bottle like you buy in a store, if you can see it, that means light photons are getting to that oil, breaking down that oil, aging that oil. And if you want to anti-age yourself, you're not, going to want to, you're not going to want to consume an aging oil. Now, you want olive oil in a tin, and you want to put it in the refrigerator between uses because, as I just said, light, but also heat and air, all three of those things, light, heat, and air, break down oils, age the oils, and then we consume aged oil and wonder why we're aging the way we are. Some of you are adverse to grains, and there is a logic behind that. I'll certainly cover that during future shows. But in general, you'll hear that uh, whole grains are high in natural antioxidants, and they are. But there may be reasons, I should say, for, for you or some of you listening out there that you might not be able to eat certain fruits or vegetables, or there may be a reason why you can't have olive oil or certain nuts, uh, and you might be adverse to grains. But in general, these are foods that are considered anti-inflammatory foods. But it does make an important point, as you can probably see, is that what is anti-inflammatory for one individual may not be the right anti-inflammatory choice for another. So among these nutritional supplements I'll be speaking about right now, some of you should not take them depending on other health problems, medications you might be taking, or for other valid reasons. But since I can't know you during the show, I can't test you, I can't question you, uh, I can only give you these guidelines. Many of you also are, uh, ask me about specific types or, or specific manufacturers of my top nutritional picks. So I'm going to give you those today, and I'm going to give you them from uh, the Blood Detective product line. What I've tried to do with the Blood Detective line is produce the best quality and, and nutritional synergistic combinations of nutrients that I could possibly put together. And I draw upon my 27 years of clinical nutrition practice experience. And I also 
uh, pull that information from my specific training as a doctor of chiropractic, the fact that I went to and completed uh, medical school, the fact that currently I'm in a nurse practitioner uh, program, the fact that I teach to healthcare providers of all types uh, in the United States and abroad. And I have written over 10 books. My most popular one, besides Frankenfoods, The Dangers of GMOs, is probably my anti-aging encyclopedia of tests. Now, because I've had such a varied exposure and also my earning a master's degree in nutrition and board certifications in nutrition, I specifically seek out continued education through certifications and uh, reliable uh, diploma situations because I believe that for a healthcare provider to provide the most individualized recommendations for people, he or she must expose themselves to as much of healthcare that there is because it's very different, by the way. You know, the training for a physician is very different than a chiropractor, which is very different than a dietitian's training, which I'm also a dietitian, or very different than a certified nutrition specialist uh, training, which I have, or someone who earned a master's degree in nutrition or board certifications in nutrition or sports nutrition. So my point here is that I'm hungry for that varied knowledge. And when I bring that to the table with an individual, I mean, some special things can happen. So first, a disclaimer. I cannot tell you that these nutritional supplements are safe and appropriate for you, so you should not take them unless you have had a conversation with a qualified uh, nutritional healthcare uh, professional that has knowledge in drug nutrition interactions and also uh, any potential issues that could come up with taking nutritional supplements with your particular health problem. So these picks, uh, I'll give you in a certain order, but they are not, and I'll repeat that. I'm not giving them to you in, the, in an order of priority, meaning number one is fish oil. I am not saying that fish oil is a better anti-inflammatory than, let's say, curcumin in every person. I can't know that until I speak with you. So I'm going to give you this list. Now, fish oil is an omega-3 fatty acid, and omega-3 fatty acids have a tendency in the body to promote various anti-inflammatory uh, pathways. Now, we've all heard of non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. What omega-3 fats do, potentially, is they target the same pro-inflammatory chemicals that are targeted by NSAIDs, or non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs. And they're called, by the way, COX-1 and COX-2. COX stands for cyclooxygenase inflammatory mediator. So what fish oil has the potential to do is reduce the levels of these inflammatory chemicals plus other ones that are called interleukins. Specifically, fish oil is effective for managing what's called interleukin-1, which is a very dangerous marker of chronic inflammation. So lots of studies have shown, my personal experience has shown, that most people who eat fatty, uh, fatty fish uh, and those who take in the gram doses of omega-3 fats, we're less likely to uh, develop various diseases like cardiovascular disease and, and rheumatoid arthritis. And also fish oil in many cases can take the place of non-steroidal uh, medications and other types 
of potent anti-inflammatory medications. Now, the thing about using fish oil for, for health problems of inflammation like uh, pain and, and stiffness or the inflammation involved in cancer or heart disease is that fish oil tends to modify how your body manages inflammation and help, helps repair those processes. The same cannot be said, I don't think, for non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications. Uh, and, the, and the NSAIDs, the non-steroidals, also are known to cause a certain amount of intestinal inflammation and, and even bleeding. Now, I should say that omega-3 fats are potentially dangerous in those individuals who are already taking aspirin and another potent blood thinner known as Coumadin. Now, I see patients who would like to get off their, their uh, anticoagulant medication, which they're taking to reduce their, their chances of developing a strokes or what are called thrombotic strokes where thrombi are produced, thrombi are clots. And that needs to be done very carefully uh, through testing and retesting and then adjusting the doses of fish oil for each person. My product, uh, Detox Inflam X, is what I use. So that's called Detox Inflam X when giving patients reliable sources of pharmaceutical grade omega 3 fats. There are different types of omega 3 fats like DHA and EPA, and the ratios of these are essential for combating inflammation effectively. So they, of course, I've already figured that out for you in my Detox Inflamex product. The other thing I should mention is that I like to base the dose of all the nutrients that I recommend to people on a number of important factors. You should, you should hear these. Number one, which I've mentioned on shows before, like my show on longevity, is the use of what is, what is called a bioimpedance assessment. Bioimpedance means that a tiny, well, I should say a mild current is sent through the body that moves through lean organ mass, your organs, and also your other, other lean tissue like muscles, and calculates the percentage of your body of your lean mass compared to your fat percentage and your water percentage. It's the lean mass that determines how much of a drug or how much of a nutritional supplement you need. It's not a perfect test. It's not the only consideration. But if you base your doses of supplements on a biomarker test, such as the bioimpedance test, it's also called the body composition test, you'll end up much better in the right ballpark for how much of a supplement that you take. You know, people will say to me, oh, Dr. Wald, I take a lot of this or I take this amount. This is what the bottle says. My provider said take this. If it's not based on a bioimpedance test, you're missing the boat. You can lose the entire opportunity for that supplement to work properly. And in this case, we're talking about omega-3 fats. The doses that I do have on my blood detective supplement line, generally speaking, are the minimum effective doses for most people, except you may not be most people. So again, disclaimer, I can't tell you to take these. I don't know how much you need. I cannot say they're safe with your medications if you're taking them. But I can tell you that a biomarker test such as 
bioimpedance is the best way to figure out doses of supplementation. So the thing with fish oil is there are different types of fish oil. There's krill oil, for example. The best type depends on your situation. Let's move on to the second antioxidant, or I should say the second best anti-inflammatory nutrient on my list, and that's the, the whole group, the whole category of antioxidants. Now, you need to know that immune cells promote what's called oxidative damage, and immune cells fight infection. An ongoing oxidative damage, though, is what drives chronic inflammation. So here's what the body tends to do. It makes the right initial response to a stress, whether the stress is uh, an infection or a toxin like a heavy metal or an estrogen, and it promotes what's called endogenous inflammation. That is inflammation that occurs from inside the body. The problem is inflammation can last too long and then it becomes a problem. So the the truth about natural approaches is that they don't shut off inflammation. They modify the inflammatory response. Meaning, if your inflammatory response is too prolonged and or too extreme, the proper nutritional anti-inflammatory agents will lower that level of inflammation. If, on the other hand, you're not healing well, and let's say your body's not producing enough inflammatory mediators to, let's say, gobble up or, or kill off cancer cells, that's not good either. So nutrients are considered biologic response modifiers. That means that if you have an excess of inflammation, nutrients, because they are feeding and taking care of your organs, which produce these inflammatory mediators, if they're too high, they will come down. But if they're too low, they will come up. So they will be biologically modified, not shut off. Now, when it comes to antioxidants, as the word would imply, antioxidants, they would reduce oxidative damage. That's driving excessive inflammation. So there are thousands of antioxidants, and they work better together. So it's important in my perspective for an individual to take superfoods or concentrates of plants which naturally contain the appropriate antioxidant synergists to help biologically modify your inflammatory response. So when we talk about antioxidants like vitamin C and E and selenium, for example, these alone would be woefully inadequate for giving a serious uh, effort towards inflammation control in most anyone's body. So that's why I put together and I compounded four essential superfood plant products, which I place virtually all of my patients on. And then I will adjust the doses of these based on their individual needs. They're called detox, which is spelled D-T-O-X, detox one, two, three, and four. Now, the long and short of these four superfoods is that they have different colors, red, orange, purple, green, based on the concentrates of the plant elements that I have carefully chosen to put in these products. When I want someone to have an overall health benefit, 
I will place them on all four of these products at a half of a scoop. The scoopers that are contained in the containers of the products are very tiny, actually, because these supplements are superfoods. So because they're foods, you can eat them with or without foods. And when I want to hit all the organs, the body in general, I put a person on a half of a scoop of each, all mixed together, diluted in water or placed in a smoothie um, and mixed together once per day on average, if you're of normal weight. If you're overweight, I generally will go to one scoop of each of these products taken at one time. That doesn't mean you can't mix them all together and drink them throughout the day or take half in the morning and half later. But the point here is that there are tens of thousands of plant elements that are anti-inflammatory mediators. Uh, the, you know, uh, antioxidants are just one of them. And they're contained, many of them are contained in the Detox 1 through 4 products. Now, do not be fooled by the name Detox uh, 1, 2, 3, and 4. They're not going to detox you in any serious way unless you take those sorts of doses, and that's our intention. For those of you who are interested in my suggestions on how to use my Detox 1 through 4 products for true detox, nutritional detox, simply email me at info at blooddetective.com and I will send you back my detox manual uh, at no cost. That would be my gift to you for listening to today's show. So no matter how many fruits and vegetables you consume in a day, for you to have a serious anti-inflammatory effect, an antioxidant effect that's real, that's something that can be measured and felt, you want high concentrates of superfoods like Detox 1 through 4. And remember, I have put these together over a decade of study and having gone through probably more education in the healthcare field than most people that I can identify. And I know this because I try to provide people who seek me out if they're in locations that they really are better off with someone local. So I've, I've been collecting data on who to refer to and I know the level of education out there, at least in the United States. So my point here is that I'm highly qualified to make these sorts of, of suggestions. And when someone calls me for help, and I feel that there is someone out there that might be better for them than me in a particular area, I will make no pretenses and I will give them that follow-up and help them get there. So back to antioxidants. We start off first, first with the superfoods, uh, detox one through four. And then I'll use my vitamin C synergy if an individual has a low level of vitamin C in their urine. I discussed during my last show that no matter what your blood levels of vitamin C might be, and most of you have never even had those checked, you really need to have vitamin C present in the urine to show that your body cells are fully saturated and then your body kicks off through your kidneys additional vitamin C. When you see some vitamin C in the urine, you know you have saturated yourself successfully with vitamin C. So I'll use my vitamin C synergy in some individuals or better yet, if I suspect or I have measured that someone's blood pH is too low, their acid base is, balance is too low, that means they're more towards the acid side, I will use my detox eliminate buffered vitamin C product. You know, Apples are not necessarily apples. Just because you, you might be taking a buffered C product or a superfoods product does not mean it is the same as another buffered C product and another superfoods product. 
I will vouch for the products that I make. So sometimes people will say to me, well, do you recommend supplements from other companies? Of course I do. I do not make every supplement. Uh, I only make those that I felt I could make better through my experience in education that, that those I see out there. And usually superior supplements tend to be more expensive. That's not always the case, but it is often the case. So we just had said that my Detox Eliminate, which is my buffered powdered vitamin C product, that's my, my vitamin C of choice for those that I feel have a pH value that's on the acid side. And then I'll use my vitamin E supplement in persons who have certain types of abnormal biomarkers, which I've talked about in my shows. So given all of this, antioxidants will reduce and help modify an excessive inflammatory response in the body by modifying oxidants, which are chemicals that just run amok in the body, disturbing essential physiologic pathways and promoting disease. I also like to measure a test in the urine which tells me if a person is oxidizing their vitamin C or not. And then I can adjust the doses of what they're taking appropriately. And the good thing about having a a healthy diet like that, like the one I described at the opening of the show, but then using nutritional supplements to personalize what you actually need is that that allows you to push specific anti-inflammatory pathways reliably because you know what you're taking. Okay, my next, my next two picks of uh, inflammation modulators, nutritional inflammatory modulators, are quercetin and curcumin. I have both of these products in my turmeric a complex product, which you can find on blooddetective.com. And the reason I combine them is due to what's called nutritional synergism. Now, I did a whole show on the importance explaining what exactly nutritional synergism is. I have to give you a one-minute summary of that show because it makes the difference in whether or not your nutritional and natural efforts have a real shot at, at working and, mod, and, and ending your health issues. The concept of synergism simply means this. If you put, let's say, curcumin together with quercetin, one supplement plus another supplement might equal the power of four supplements because of how it's combined, given the doses and the ratios and the quality of those two examples. So let's say I want what's called a super additive effect of let's say three supplements. So those three supplements when they're added together, they might act like 10 times their dose. Did you hear that? When you properly combine nutritional supplements, you potentiate or improve how they work such, such, as, such that the body will think and act as if the doses you're taking are much higher than what they are. You know, most of the studies on the use of anti-inflammatory nutrition give an amount of a particular nutritional compound that is extremely high. You'd have to take a half a bottle. I'm exaggerating here in some cases, but 
trying to make a point. You'd have to take a half a bottle of something to actually get an anti-cancer effect or an effect that reduces the hardening of arteries and reduces plaque in arteries and removes calcium from blood vessels and modifies the immune system in, in lupus or rheumatoid or, or diabetes or whatever the problem is. So how do you take a supplement in an everyday situation to get that, that therapeutic effect but without making yourself nauseous and uh, taking 100 pills a day? I'm not exaggerating. Because sometimes a person might have to take that many supplements a day to, to combat any of these more serious health problems. So, of course, most individuals cannot do that. And most individuals do not have to do that. So, if we take, or if I should, let's say, compound a supplement for you, and I do that for individuals, sometimes a person's health problem is so complicated and they need so many different nutritional supplements is that I can synergistically combine them in a lab that uses pharmaceutical grade nutrients with FDA approved quality control so that those 50 supplements they take when I make a special formulation for them they might only need to take four five or six supplements a day or maybe a teaspoon of the supplement that's how amazing and potent nutritional synergism is, which means how you combine the nutritional supplements. So I would ask you to listen to my nutritional synergism Ask the Blood Detective show for more information on how to combine things properly. But I've combined for you already the specific ratios that I believe that the studies show work best together. So my turmeric synergy product on the blooddetective.com website will have quercetin and curcumin in it. Now, quercetin is an, an anti-inflammatory agent. It's also an antioxidant. It's had anti-cancer studies. It's used for aging or anti-aging in, in human beings. Now, what's amazing about quercetin is that it has a physical structure that is very effective for dampening the pro-inflammatory response, and it does it differently than fish oil. Quercetin works on what are called leukotrienes and prostaglandins, although fish oils also work on prostaglandins. These are two classes of inflammatory agents. And quercetin also is extremely effective for blocking histamine. And you know, histamine uh, is something that helps prevent allergies and symptoms like uh, itchy eyes and, and, and runny nose. But the thing you need to know about quercetin is that it's a very complex chemical. Its chemical structure is in the form of these, these molecular rings. Now, the reason I'm telling you this is that when you eat quercetin, your liver is going to completely waste half of it, approximately 50% of quercetin that you consume by your mouth is deactivated, is wasted by your liver, which means... If you take a thousand milligrams of quercetin because you know that that's the dose you need, let's just say for argument's sake, and you consume it, 500 milligrams of that thousand milligrams, half of it is wasted. There is nothing you can do to prevent that. That is the natural metabolism of quercetin in the liver. So if you actually need a thousand milligrams to combat your health problem, let's say, 
you will need to take 2,000 milligrams to get that effect. Of course, I don't know if you absorb normally. If you're over age 50, I can tell you you don't. Or if you're taking medications that might affect your metabolism of quercetin even further. Or whether or not you exercise daily, which would increase your nutritional needs even further. So I'm trying to make the point here that if you want to truly combat inflammation, you need to do some sort of laboratory testing against these nutrients to make sure that they're working. So quercetin, as I've mentioned, is a strong anti-inflammatory agent. It works in some of the same pathways as fish oil in the body, but also some additional ones. And it's particularly good, by the way, for the inflammatory bowel diseases and even uh, prostate inflammation. Quercetin helps block estradiol in the body, so it's one of those things that helps offset the risk of recurrence of breast cancer and development of breast cancer in the first place. Breast cancer is basically prostate cancer in a woman, so quercetin is very effective for blocking the bad hormones. In terms of the dose, the dose that I have in my turmeric synergy is the dose that I start with for people. I was going to say earlier that I started mentioning that the dose that I place on the bottle of my supplements are based on exhaustive scientific research, but that's as a start for most people. Then I adjust those doses depending on many factors that you can imagine uh, would influence in your life your need for nutritional supplementation. So as I've said a few times so far during this show and others, is it's not enough to just take the right thing or combination of nutrients. The doses have to be right. And I would have to say that I would say 75% of you out there do not take, take the right doses. Let's move on to uh, curcumin. So curcumin is a, a yellow spice, or I should say that curcumin is a component of the yellow spice turmeric, uh, which is found in curry. Lots of studies have shown that curcumin is extremely effective at modifying or modulating the inflammatory response. Many of you know that it's extremely powerful as an anti-cancer agent. Those studies have seen to make their way into the public arena, except I have yet to meet a patient who's taking the right dose. The dose in the studies was between eight and 9,000 milligrams. Now remember, you're not a study. Unless you participated in that study, you can only use a study as a guideline. And then you rely on your own education to make further adjustments and, and looking at your own lifestyle. And then you might add a healthcare provider like myself or someone similar who then takes an objective look and says, oh wait, based on your chemistry and based on your responses to the, this questionnaire and our conversation, your overall dose should be the following. And then furthermore, no matter what anti-inflammatory nutrient you're talking about, you want to make sure that it changes favorably any abnormal biomarkers or tests that you might have of poor inflammation control. C-reactive protein cardio, that's called CRP cardio, is one of the inflammatory agents that we want to measure. ESR, which is short for the erythrocyte sedimentation rate, is another. The class of interleukins, ferritin, 
fibrinogen, homocysteine. These are some of the inflammatory assessments that you might want to consider. And there are others. There's not just one. There's not just one type of inflammation, in fact. So when we're talking about the inflammatory process and modifying it for your health and longevity, it's the same thing as saying, let's modify your immune system. Here's what I mean. You don't have an immune system. You have immune systems. You, there, are, there are three major classes, there are three major arms, I should say, of the immune system. And you can listen to my show, Everything Immune, and learn, I mean, learn in great detail and, and wonderful practical, from a practical perspective, that there are immune systems. There, this is an analogy with inflammation. There are different types of inflammation. So when you read or hear about the best way to modify inflammation or the best way to modify your immune system, you already need to be suspicious because there's not one immune system and there is not one way that inflammation is perpetuated throughout the body causing and or controlling and modifying disease. So curcumin is particularly effective, by the way, for health problems affecting the eyes, but also modifying the immune systems. And also it helps thin blood. So if you're suffering from macular degeneration or uvitis, which is another type of inflammation of the front part of the eye, you definitely want to speak to a health professional on the potential of curcumin helping you. But if you take too much of it, you can cause bleeding. So this is not one of those supplements you want to take without proper supervision and monitoring. So, so far we've talked about the antioxidant class of nutrition as anti-inflammatory agents, the omega-3 fatty acids, curcumin, and quercetin. Those two are found on my turmeric synergy products at blooddetective.com. And now let's talk about bromelain. Now, bromelain is a type of digestive enzyme. Digestive enzymes do that. They, namely, they help digestion. But when you take bromelain and papain or amylases, lipases, and proteases, which are other types of enzymes, away from your meals by a half an hour or more, you get a wide-body anti-inflammatory effect. Let me say that again, because that always makes the lights go on with some people. Digestive enzymes have at least two main functions. One, as you might have guessed, they help digestion because we need these enzymes to break down our foods and uh, extract nutrition. If you take enzymes with a food at the same time, they're going to logically help you digest that food. But if you take digestive enzymes a half an hour more away from foods, you've made them strong body-wide anti-inflammatory agents. So whether you have inflammation that's caused hardening of your arteries or inflammation that's affected your reproductive cells causing infertility or your thyroid causing thyroiditis or your bones causing osteopenia or osteoporosis, the list goes on and on. You want to take digestive enzymes not only with your food because virtually everyone could
could benefit from them, but you want to take them, digestive enzymes, a half an hour more from your foods. Now, my enzyme product is called Detox Absorb. Detox Absorb contains sufficient levels for most individuals of protein, carbon, fat digesting enzymes because as I've said a few times, if you're over 50, you do not produce proper enzymes. You cannot get the enzymes you need in reliable forms by simply eating uh, foods or by juicing even. You need concentrates of them to guarantee what you're getting that are stable. Now, the thing about digestive enzymes is that they also make their way into the bloodstream and can digest antibodies and other harmful inflammatory chemicals and even cancer chemicals. That's why there's been so much written on enzymes and cancer. I did an entire show all about enzymes. And again, what I love to do in the, in the Ask the Blood Detective shows is examine the regular ways that natural medicine and traditional medicine approaches things and sometimes turn those approaches upside down because there's always more to learn. Here's an example. I just mentioned to you that if you take your enzymes 30 minutes or more away from food, you get an anti-inflammatory effect throughout the body. If you take it with your foods, you have a digestive effect. But here's what you may not know. You need to determine how much enzyme you need. Now, there are blood tests for determining levels of certain enzymes, and they are somewhat accurate in specific uh, types of health problems, but not for most. The best way, in my opinion, to figure out how many enzymes or how much enzyme you need is you do what's called an enzyme loading test. And again, you would not do this without proper supervision. Is you would take my, and I can only speak about my products, I can't vouch for others, of course, I can't. Particularly when it comes to the enzymes, they're too important. You take one detox absorb enzyme with your meal, right at the beginning of your meal or maybe 15 minutes into your meal, and you do that for three meals a day, a meal being the equivalent roughly of a handful or a cup of food. If you have more than that amount of food per day, don't take more than three of the detox absorb enzymes. So in a given day, let's say tomorrow you wake up, you take an enzyme with breakfast, you take an enzyme with lunch, you take an enzyme with dinner. And if you're feeling no differently than you did the day before, you're not having heartburn, or if you did have heartburn, if it's not worse, if you don't have diarrhea from the, from the uh, detox absorb enzymes, if you're feeling fine, not an excessive amount of gas or bloating, the following day, the day after you took one enzyme, three meals a day, the next day you take two enzymes, three meals a day. And you ask yourself again, do I have heartburn? Do I have diarrhea, gas and bloating that is um, you know, extreme, that's bothersome? If you don't, the third day you increase the enzymes to three, three times a day. And you continue that up to six capsules three times a day. The more insufficient your body is in its own endogenous enzyme production, the enzymes it makes, the greater will be your ability to tolerate larger doses of oral enzymes. If you get to a point, let's say, for example, on the day you added three enzymes per meal 
you know, so three enzymes three times a day. Let's say you had some, uh, some stomach aches and pains and diarrhea, mild. You, you would say that that's your tolerance. And the amount of enzymes that you need every day is not that many, but it's the amount you took the day before. So you're basically figuring out your tolerance to ever-increasing amounts of enzymes. Now, an unhealthy person, a person that does not make enough enzymes, will be able to tolerate a larger amount of enzymes that they take in, or the detox-absorb enzyme product. As you get healthier, you'll start to see that you can reduce your amount of enzymes because you do want your body to make the enzymes. But many people have to take enzymes for several months or even several years. But generally speaking, I tend to help people get off these products because nutrition is meant to help heal the body. And initially, you might need supplementation or special diets to do that. But eventually, you want to start living in the real world where you're not neurotic and having to be so you know, just so consumed about thinking of supplements all the time and, and, and special dietary plans. Although, if they're, if they're necessary, they're simply necessary. I cannot think of a health problem that may not potentially benefit or would not potentially benefit from enzyme supplementation done in this way. So that was my enzyme loading test. And earlier I mentioned using my detox eliminate buffered C in a way that you take greater amounts each day until you get diarrhea, and then the amount of vitamin C you need daily is not that much, but the amount you took the day before, because the, the diarrhea means you're saturating your body. You want to saturate it, but not overly saturated. So enzymes are very potent anti-inflammatory agents, and they help modify all kinds of inflammatory pathways, including immune or autoimmune-driven disease by helping to digest antibodies because antibodies are anti the body. So let me quickly go through a few more of my top anti-inflammatory picks. Resveratrol, for example, I produce, and resveratrol is a very potent anti-inflammatory agent. It's even been shown to be more effective in several studies than the, than the non-steroidals, um, such as aspirin, ibuprofen, uh, indomethacin, and it's great for joint pain. It inhibits a number of inflammatory pathways. It modifies the pro-inflammatory immune response called T-cell proliferation. So you can see how these different types of antioxidants, or these different types, I should say, of anti-inflammatories modify different arms, uh, so to speak, of the inflammatory pathway. And uh, my resveratrol product available at blooddetective.com, again, has minimum doses for most people, and then I try to manage those uh, individual doses are based on questionnaires, speaking with people, doing tests, doing tests of absorption, and so on. Flaxseed oil is also on my list, although there are some contraindications for using flaxseed oil. First of all, it is not it's not usually better than an EPA DHA supplement like my Detox Inflam X because flaxseed oil is more complicated to break down in the body and a good number of people cannot do it very well. I'm not saying people should not have flaxseed oil or, or flax seeds or ground flax seeds. There are, there are many uh, you know, uh, instances where that is important. But as an omega-3, 6, and 9, which is a bit more complicated, the omega-3 part of that has to be broken down in, by a couple of essential enzymes in the body, and they require a bunch of other nutrients. So it's not usually my first go-to uh, product. And then there's alpha-lipoic acid, which is... Uh, 
a fat and water-soluble antioxidant, which means it's very useful in virtually every cell of the body. It, it is a very important uh, anti-inflammatory agent, particularly in the liver, but also in the, in the rest of the body. It helps other anti-inflammatory chemicals like glutathione, which is an immune peptide, and also vitamin C and E, work a, a lot better. And alpha-lipoic acid uh, also will reduce inflammation by binding and complexing itself with and pulling out heavy metals. And also, alpha-lipoic acid helps the liver produce detoxifying chemicals and promotes the detoxifying pathways in many ways that reduce inflammation. And this particular B vitamin, which is what alpha-lipoic acid is, also helps produce the anti-inflammatory protection needed in a variety of neurologic diseases, whether it's dementia, Alzheimer's disease, Parkinson's disease, any of the spectrum disorders, uh, any peripheral nerve pain, uh, also people with diabetes. Alpha-lipoic acid is neuroprotective. It helps protect and modify de degenerative inflammatory responses in nerves and diabetics. Very well studied. Uh, the dosing, again, is a little tricky. I start most people with the dose on my bottle that I've written on there, but then I base the dose on their condition. So, for example, if someone has diabetic neuropathy, they're going to need about 1,000 to 1,500 milligrams of lipoic acid to have a hypoglycemic effect to lower blood sugar. But if the next person has neuritis or they have hepatitis of their liver, uh, their dose of, of the anti-inflammatory lipoic acid will be different still. Another potent anti-inflammatory agent is zinc. So I use zinc picolinate from my blood detective line. And research has shown that it's a very strong anti-inflammatory modulator because, among other ways, zinc helps to improve the immune system's response to infectious agents and also tissue degeneration. You know, what's amazing about zinc is it's required for nearly 200 different enzyme systems which control inflammation and tissue repair throughout the body. So... Regular supplementation with zinc is essential. I do special zinc taste tests and other types of uh, evaluations to figure out the right zinc dose along with those inflammatory tests that I mentioned earlier and plus others. Now, it's easy enough for any of you to look up online or in a, in a reliable nutrition book what foods would have these different supplements. And that's perfectly fine and valid. But just remember what I said earlier is that Sometimes the amount of nutrition that an individual needs to produce a significant anti-inflammatory effect could not happen with eating food. You become obese just trying. And finally for today, I want to mention that the active form of folic acid along with, taken with, the active form of B12. The active form of B12 is called methyl uh, cobalamin. And the active form of folic acid is called uh, L5-methyl-tetrahydrofolate. Those two you'll find in my active folic acid product. These methylating nutrients affect t 
tissue repair, which is driven by inflammation. They're in the B vitamin family. They have dozens and dozens of essential functions throughout the body. Now, this completes my top 10 or so, or 11, I think it is, picks of anti-inflammatory nutrients. The next topic I'm very excited about, many of you have been pushing me for a while to do this product, is everything memory, what you can do through nutrition and some other lifestyle practices to maintain the memory you have and to offset your chances of developing memory loss and extreme forms of memory loss, loss like dementia. Keep sending me those show topics. You can see that I'm listening to you. Send them to my email, which is info, like information, info at blooddetective.com. If you want to work with me by phone or FaceTime or in person, I'm happy to help you. You can contact me at 914-552-1442 at my office, uh, which is in Mount Kisco. So thanks again for your time today. I appreciate the trust. You've been listening to Ask the Blood Detective. This is Dr. Michael Wald. I've done.